Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. Now you see, you're going to have to do something with your body, not God. He did something with your spirit. He imparted eternal life unto your spirit. And your spirit, which is the real man, became a new man in Christ Jesus. Amen. Now then you'll have to do something with your body. And that's what Paul's saying to the Romans. You need to do something with your body. You need to present your body unto God a living sacrifice. You see, God wants transfigured bodies. Yes, sir. It does make God some difference what you do with your body. Welcome to Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen. Today we're beginning a new series for this week by Kenneth E. Hagen from the Rhema Archives. Stay tuned for the series, Keys to Successful Christian Living. Stay with us. This will be a great time of teaching. Also, later in today's program, I'll give you the details on how you can get this month's special offer. Right now, let's listen to Brother Hagen's message. Let's begin this morning with a text found in Joshua, the first chapter, the eighth verse. A verse that I know that you are very well familiar with. I tell people all the time, you know, that I'm familiar with T-bone steaks. I've eaten a good many of them, but I never turn one down. The Word of God's like that. It's always good, isn't it? So let's go back and chew, hallelujah, on the good Word of God. Here in Joshua, the first chapter, the eighth verse, God said to Joshua at the very outset of his ministry, This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth. Paraphrasing that in our language today to fit us, we would say this word of God, this book, the Bible, praise God, shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein, For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and thou shalt have good success. Now you know uh, the, the word of God, the law of God, wasn't just given to Joshua. And so this didn't just fit him, even though God said it to him, because it would work for anyone who would do it. Now then, God evidently then wanted him to have good success, didn't he? And to be prosperous. Or he wouldn't have told him how to get it. Amen. If you didn't want somebody to come to your house, you wouldn't be out to tell them how to get there. Amen. And so if God didn't want you to be in prosperity and have good success, he wouldn't tell you how to get there. But you know, he gives explicit directions, doesn't he? I, I mean, no, no, no need to deviate and say, well, I lost my way somewhere here because this is so plain. I thought about a story I heard one time a Baptist minister preaching on the radio. He's talking about uh, there in Isaiah where Isaiah prophesied about uh, the, the salvation, the plan of salvation. And he went on to say that even a fool shall not err therein. And so this minister said in their hometown, his, or, or town where he pastored, there was a fellow that uh, just stood around on the streets. Actually, he was a, what they call a half-wit. You know, he's just not all there. 
and he'd go along down the street of murmuring and he said, I, I thought about it. I'd seen him in church several times. Wasn't a member of my church, but he had been in the services. He said, one day I was walking along behind him on the street and, and just happened to be thinking about that scripture, about it's so plain and so on that even a fool not err therein. And, and the fellow's going along just sort of murmuring to himself, you know. And, and he said, I just called him my name. He stopped and I said, uh, do you know the way to heaven? Yeah, he said, the Lord Jesus Christ is the Savior and said, I'm going to heaven when I die. <laughs> Glory to God. Well, he might not have known much else, but thank God that's the most important thing. He's a way ahead of the professor, wasn't he? Amen. That didn't know that. He's a way ahead of, uh, of the theologian that doesn't know that. He's a way ahead of the educator that doesn't know that. That's the most important thing in all the world to know. Well, thank God the way to prosperity and the way to success is given to us in the Bible. And it'll work for every single one of us. Praise God. And then thou shalt have good success. I like another translation that said, uh, thou shalt be able to deal wisely in the affairs of life. Well, if you couldn't deal wisely in the affairs of life, you couldn't have good success, could you? So saying it either way is saying the same thing. The reason that there is so much failure in the church, and you understand when I talk about the church, use the term the church, I'm talking about as a whole, overall, uh, what we call the church. You know, church people, in other words. Whether they're really saved or not, you know, they're church people. And there is so much failure. And there is uh, so many that are not successful. Successful in life? Successful in Christian living? Well, there's a reason for it. You know, the main reason is that the church as a whole has not had the right diet. You know, a lot of times if a person has, is not in good health and have not enjoyed good health, Many times the reason is, naturally, they haven't been on the right diet. And the right diet means all, uh, means everything. All the difference in the world, doesn't it? Did you know, spiritually speaking, the same thing's true? And so, the church as a whole ha has been very strong in teaching man his need of righteousness and teaching man his weaknesses and teaching man his inability and, uh, and so on. But the church as a whole has failed greatly to really feed people on the Word of God and to teach them who they are in Christ Jesus and teach them their rights and privileges and teach them how faith can be obtained and teach them how to be successful. Walk in the light of God's eternal word. So much of the time the songs that we've sung, we don't sing them in churches like this, but in times past, even in full gospel, Pentecostal circles, the songs that have been sung are, are songs of failure and songs of doubt 
So like John Alexander Dowie said, said most of our hymns are embalmed with unbelief. And we've sung them so long, you see, until they registered on our spirit. We think they're so, and they're not necessarily true. Did you ever notice in so many of the hymns that we sing, you know, and I understand I'm talking about the church at large, so many of the hymns really put redemption off till after death. But thank God I'm redeemed now. Now I know my body's not redeemed yet, but I said I am. You see, the man on the inside is the real you. And he's already a new creature in Christ Jesus. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. And then one of these days, I am going to have a new body. Praise God. And, and, and so many of the songs that we sing, you know, I'm, I'm going to have rest when I get to heaven. When I hear them singing those songs, sometimes I always think about uh, rest now. You know, Jesus said, come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden, and I'll make it worse for you. Isn't that what he said? I'll burden you down even more. No. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will do what? Do what? Give you rest. I like the next verse. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You know, I just wonder the way some folks act and talk, just what they're yoked up with. <laughs> Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest. Yes, thank God we don't have to wait till we get to heaven to find rest. There's rest now in Jesus. And then you know even the Word of God teaches that we can go beyond even finding the rest that there is in Jesus by, by being yoked up to Him. The Bible teaches us that there is a rest and a refreshing in speaking with other tongues. You remember Isaiah prophesied, For with stammering lips and another tongue will I speak unto this people. Now notice what he said. And this is the rest wherewith the weary shall rest. This is the refreshing. Oh, hallelujah. You don't have to wait till you get to heaven to enjoy the rest. You don't have to wait till you get to heaven to enjoy the refreshing. Now, there's something else about that. Let's go back just a moment. The Holy Spirit brought something else up here. Uh, there, there in, uh, that was Matthew 11, 28, that we were quoting, 29, a while ago, where Jesus said, Come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. And he said, Take my yoke upon you, and learn of me, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. Now you need to, the Bible differentiates, you need to differentiate between your spirit and your soul. Your soul is your intellect and the emotional part of your being. Now, so many Christians, you see, don't have rest. Now, they've got rest in their hearts, but their mind's in a turmoil. They're emotional beings all tore up. But you see, take my yoke upon you, now notice what he said, and learn. You notice that? Learn how you're going to find rest. See, come unto me, all you that labor and have a laden, I'll give you rest. 
See, you'll have rest in your heart and in your spirit by coming to Jesus. But then notice what it said. Take my yoke upon you and learn. How are you going to find rest in your soul? You see, your spirit and soul is not the same. You know, here's a verse that used to, I, I couldn't figure out not for years. And, and I don't know about you, but I just always stay off of something that I don't understand. Somebody said, well, we're going to wade out, you know, tomorrow night in the book of Revelation. And they don't know a thing a world about it and just wade out there and drown everybody. <laughs> Amen. You better wait till you find out what he's talking about and then get into it. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Call now to get this month's special offer, the DVD, Just Know God by Kenneth E. Hagan. The paperback book, Don't Quit, Your Faith Will See You Through by Ken Hagen, plus the CD, Using Stumbling Blocks as Stepping Stones by Lynette Hagen. All three of these resources are offered for the low price of $24.95. Call today. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagen Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Don't forget, for faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. We are going to be at Faith Christian Family Church there in Rushville, Illinois. Right. So that is um, Sunday through Wednesday, September the 8th through the 11th. So if you're in that, that area, come out. We have yeah. Sunday night service, then um, Monday through Wednesday morning services I'll be speaking. Yes, and, and then, then I do the nights. That's right. It's going to be a lot of fun. Come on out. Tomorrow on Rama for Today. We continue with the teaching by Kenneth E. Hagan, Keys to Successful Living. Thanks for listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.